Welcome to Classic Reviews, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games and films. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Back to the Future 2, Season 2 Episode 1 for Classic Reviews. Um, we're back, uh, we're back for Classic Reviews, reviews for Season 2 uh, in 2019. Uh, it's a bit strange because at the moment it is the 1st of March. And if you're looking at your calendar today, let's see, because I'm going to put this out... The week after Game of Thrones finishes. So Game of Thrones comes back on the 15th. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. So you should be hearing this on the week of the 27th or the 29th of uh, May, roughly. Uh, if, I, if, I've, if I've worked that out right. Uh, and yeah, we're back for season 2. I'm, I'm excited for the things that uh, I'm going to be I'm gonna be doing. Um, I haven't watched or played all of the stuff I'm going to be doing. Um, I don't know video games wise what I'm going to be doing this season. Um, I do have one game planned and I'll be uh, doing that later in the season. But uh, some of this second season will be focusing on the sequels for the first films that, that I did. So like Terminator 2, Toy Story 2, Back to the Future 2, those sorts of, those sorts of ones and kind of going from there. Um, if if you missed season one, of course, this is, this is a bit of a different sort of season for us to do because it's not episode followed by episode because you know, Battle of Future One has nothing to do with Terminator Two. So um, yeah, if you missed season one, it's all on the website, of course, entertainmenttalk.org. It is also available on podcast services and podcast feeds. Uh, there's the classic reviews feed, which uh, is out. We didn't actually have that for the first season because I hadn't created those feeds yet. And, of course, the main entertainment talk feed. Uh, so go back, check out what's in that feed as well, uh, or in those sections of, of the website, and uh, see uh, what what's in there that, that you want to listen to, that you like. Um, of course, spoilers for all of these things because, you know, we're dealing with films that were released in, uh, you know, 1989. Um, and like, you know, the, the 90s and 80s and, and those sorts of films. Um, so I'm kind of like the last, the last person maybe in my sort of generation or whatever to see these kinds of films. Uh, I'd spoken about Back to the Future 1 before, obviously the podcast is out there, um, and said that I remember seeing bits and pieces of that film when, when I went through and watched it, you know, properly. I don't remember seeing much of Back to the Future 2. Uh, it was probably on in the background when I was like younger and stuff. Uh, probably when I, you know, at, at home and at my aunt, aunt, uncle's house and nan's house and those sorts of places. It was probably on the TV a few times and it was probably, uh, you know, flicked over to, to whatever channel it was probably shown on. Because these kinds of films are probably probably be sh- being shown on TV like a number of times. I've just never, you know, it's the point of the series to sit down properly watch these things come come around and then and then review them uh but yeah i don't remember much of of this film in fact um yeah either i didn't see any of it or i just don't remember much of it properly it's more maybe the latter that i don't remember much of it uh and that kind of thing um so the the first thing i kind of want to talk about with this film is when when they got to like the 20 minute part or like the half an hour in roughly and you started to see, you know, Easter eggs and hints and stuff like that, alluding to what happened in the first one. So, like uh, when Marty leaves the uh, the cafeteria place and hangs on the back of the car, that sort of thing, and stuff that happens with Biff and uh, other things as well, and like discovering certain things. I thought what they were gonna do 
is uh, use this second one to sort of tell a very similar story to the first one, but like only switch certain things around. I think that would have been quite lazy. And they did do that for like the first, what, 15, 20 minutes roughly of this. And I was like, oh, they're just going to go for this like, you know, here's a similar situation, different year. Because obviously this is much more in the future. Well, the past to us because the, the future timeline in this is obviously 2015. Uh, but, you know, we, we've gone part, way past that year. We're four, four years past that now. Um, and I, th- I thought that's what they were going to go for. And then they come up with this story of like... The, the weird thing is, is they go for this story with Doc, where like he go he goes back and goes to see uh, Marty and uh, is it Lorraine? Um, no, Jennifer. Lorraine's the mother, isn't she? I think. Um, he goes back to them and say, "Hey, there's a problem with your kids. You have to come with me. Bring uh, bring Jennifer with you." Uh, yeah, it is Jennifer because Lorraine's the mother. I remember Biff saying that later. Um, I got a little bit mixed up with those two in this film, just just in terms of names. But he comes back and he says, oh, we got a problem with, with your kids. We have to go to the future. He And then Marty says about the whole runway thing. And then they, he, he says, oh, we don't need it. And he gets up and, and flies away. I do like the fact that... Because I still remember the first one, obviously. But, like, I sort of started this film and I played it. And I was like, wait a minute. What happened in the first one? Where is everybody? What was the situation? And then they kind of play, like, the last minute or two of the last film and I was like oh yeah we're back here where he was about to like go and fly off with with Marty and and Doc was there and everything um and then it kind of clicked me back in a little bit more because if they had gone straight to the scene where they're like flying in in the sort of traffic or whatever and uh when Jennifer's going on about oh you know she's had the time travel thing revealed to her I'm glad they didn't jump straight to there because that would have like kind of thrown you in a situation so they they did a good job with like Hey, yeah, it's been, um, when did the first one come out? 1985, so it's been a few years. Like, we want to kind of click you back into where things are, so I'm glad that they did that. But you kind of get to the point where the plot, like, switches, where, um, you know, Jennifer gets found and she gets sent home, and then you have the whole futuristic stuff. I'll talk about the futuristic stuff in a minute, because there's something I really want to point out with it. Um, not necessarily a problem, but I'll get there in a minute. Um... They get to all that, and then you have the thing of obviously Biff stealing the uh, the DeLorean, and he sees like oh the the two different Martys and whatever, and he's like what's going on here? He he finds the book, and then he does the thing, and he's the uh, the rich version of of Biff and everything. They really do kind of flip the plot over, and I don't actually remember the resolution of what the problem was with the the kids, because that's the main main reason they travel. Is Doc comes back and he says, "Hey, there's a problem with your kids. We have to travel to the to 2015." They do that, and then the whole thing with Biff happens, and then the plot like flips over. I don't know how I necessarily feel about that. And there's also the bit that they throw in, which I think like threw me off balance when uh, Jennifer, I guess, wakes up or whatever in the house. And, like, there's all these different versions of, you know, all these future different versions of everybody. And they're all kind of coming in and out of the house. And they're all saying different stuff. I was like, okay, there's, like, a bit of a family tree thing to work out here. I never really worked out what was going on there. Um, But then, like, that was just to serve as, like, the thing with Jennifer. And I thought that they were going to go a bit more into, like, a plot for her. As opposed to switching it to the Biff stuff, I don't have a pr- I don't have a problem with them using Biff in that way because I think Biff is in that like middle tier of character where like you gave him something interesting which worked for him because it was the whole you know greed thing and him it, it, it tying him to him being a, a bully and stuff. 
I think that that worked fairly well. But I'm su- I'm just surprised they didn't dive more into the sort of family stuff with, with I guess, Marty's family. Because they did that more in the first film. I'm just surprised they sort of dropped it and were like... Uh, yeah, went went over to Biff. But I suppose, you know, if, if he if he steals this book off, off of Marty and that... And uh, or picks it up or whatever and goes... Uh, he goes back in time and then does all the sports betting and stuff and gets rich. That's a big problem and you have to sort that out. So I wondered, like, in the writer's room, was there some sort of change where, like, what what, ha- what happens in this film if Biff doesn't even find that book? Like, what happens with the family stuff then? Um, the future stuff that I always talk about. It's really, it's always kind of interesting when... Um, because of course this came out you know 1989 and you look at 2015 and at that time in the year you go oh 2015 what's it going to be like are we going to have massive holographic uh jaws sharks coming out of the cinema thing are we going to have uh trainers that automatically lace themselves up or whatever and are we going to have like you know was it a fingerprint scanner for, for the door that jennifer was was for her home we don't have any of that stuff, and it's 2019. Um, I mean, some of that stuff might be available in in different countries. Maybe, like, Japan are a bit more advanced. But, like, over here in the UK, like, we're far from getting those sorts of things. Um, and it's always interesting, even if... So, let's say a film came out this year, and it was based in uh, 2015 or something. And then they went, here's what like, what the world will be in 2030. And then you actually get to 2030 or whatever. Um which is, isn't even that far away, it's 11 years, um, you get to 2030 and, like, none of that stuff has happened. I always found that kind of interesting to see, because it's essentially the writers of the film predicting, like, future technology and stuff and, and what things will be like. Um, I mean, even, the even like, the hoverboard stuff, we do have the sort of... Um, we kind of have that, don't we, but, f- like, the ones that are on wheels, so they're not really hoverboards. They're sort of, like, the sidewards uh, skateboards that you have... And um, there's one that Biff has, which has got like these um, little engine things on the side. We don't have anything like that, and it's 2019. So uh, yeah, we keep predicting the future in these kinds of films, and these things just don't happen. Uh, like flying cars, another example, the DeLorean. We don't have anything close to that. Um, so it's 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 always interesting to see, okay, what ideas have uh, been thought of and, and stuff like that. So. Um, Alright, let's take a great quick break here and do a bit of a different piece of housekeeping because uh, I don't know exactly what I will release at the time that this comes out, but I know roughly what will be happening in terms of weekly shows and stuff. So I'm going to take a quick break and uh, do a bit of housekeeping. Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you would like to get help with trying to lose weight, this might just be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more get started today all you need to do is click on the Kirsty legisters juice plus link in your show notes or description on itunes or on the website go over to her facebook profile send her a facebook message and get started with the program today Today's second sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, 
All you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so at the time that this comes out, so not recently, uh, this this episode will come out the week that Game of Thrones finishes, or the week after Game of Thrones finishes. So we will have finished our coverage for that, you know, as long as everything goes according to plan. The DC shows will either still be on or be wrapping up, because they usually finish at the end of May, so look out for those when those happen. Uh, Walking Dead would have would have finished, that would have finished before Game of Thrones even is out, but we're in the middle of, get, of Walking Dead at the moment, so that's out there. Uh, Star Trek, I think, finishes... It finishes actually around the week that Game of Thrones starts as well, so that will be out there for you guys to listen to, so that will be the complete coverage of Season 2, unless something happens. Uh, it's interesting that I'm doing a podcast on something that involves time travel, and I'm having to kind of think ahead a little bit to things that will be will be around. Uh, gaming talk, I'm sure me and Robert will still be doing that. Um, and uh, we'll be talking about whatever will be happening at the time. We'll be a bit closer to E3, so we'll probably have a bit more um, information on that. Well, we, we might do. Who knows what will be happening. Um, yeah, strange, because Captain Marvel will be out by this time. Avengers Endgame will have been out by this time. I think uh, Shazam would have been out. Uh, Toy Story 4 won't have been out yet, because that's June. Uh, it's very strange to be like thinking of the future and thinking of things that we, we will have covered. Because uh, there will probably be like discussion episodes and pieces like that that, that I would have done that I haven't thought of yet. So it's very strange. Uh, what else is there? Um, yeah, The Good Place won't, won't be back, won't even be close still, which is annoying. Because um, that will be back in September. But basically DC stuff, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead gaming talk film reviews that kind of thing so uh check out what we have in the future i suppose uh on entertainmenttalk.org uh or on the podcast platform of your choice that's pretty much all i can say at the moment because um yeah i don't know what will be out at this time um but basically i wanted to have um production on classic review season two finished before game of thrones finishes um, so that that can come out and then the, these these episodes can all come out. I'm planning to do roughly 8 to 10 episodes, maybe 11. There's a couple of things that I've dropped and a couple of things that I've thought of to do. So uh, yeah, look out for the episodes in the future weeks. Um, what else is there to talk about with this? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the first like 45 minutes or so, I didn't feel with, with that great. Um, but the last, like, hour, once you get into the stuff with Biff and the whole book and everything, I thought that was kind of fun. But I definitely, e- even though I've only just come off of, of of watching this and thought about it somewhat, but not, like, too much, I definitely think that um, Back to the Future 1 is, is better and certainly more fun. They They tried to go a bit more for, like... Oh, George is dead, and Biff is rich, and uh, Lorraine is um, in this marriage with Biff, and she doesn't want to be there, and um, now Biff is trying to shoot at Marty and kill him, and then um, that sort of stuff. So they went for, like, not dark storylines necessarily, but, you know, some people are dead, people are where they don't want to be, and Marty's 
trying to almost getting killed by by Biff. Uh, Biff is rich as well, so it, it, they kind of set a dark like tone and stuff with that a bit more. Um, and I don't quite understand why they dropped a bit more of the fun from this. There were still like moments that I laughed and that, and there was definitely still fun pieces. But it definitely just felt like, um, okay, we've traveled forward uh, or to the future or whatever, and, um, you know, we have to sort this thing out, and then old Biff's mucked everything up, and everything has to kind of be thrown away a little bit. Um, not to jump too far ahead, but I did like the, the end piece where, um, or the, the, the bit just before the end, I'll say, which is where, uh, what's it, Doc is doing the, the thing in his DeLorean. And uh, Marty is, uh, you know, he gets the book, he travels back, and he, he gets rid of Biff. Um, who, again, see, like, another kind of Easter egg is him crashing into the truck with Minor on it. M- Minor, rather. And uh, that's, like, you know, a throwback to the first one. I like throwbacks to, like, previous films, but... Um, and I guess they didn't go too far with it. They didn't go into the territory that I thought they were going to go to. But uh, it did take a little bit away from like new developments and plots. Because I remember when I finished the podcast for um, the first one last year. I was like okay great you've set up all the characters, the relationships, what this world is and what it's about. You know, It's, it's a time travel thing. You've got this guy called Doc. You've got this guy called Marty. He's got his family. Biff is set up to do this and that. Um, and then like I thought okay now you have chances in the second and the third one to tell some more like original stories and I do think that the second one treaded a little bit too much on some old ground and stuff um granted with this third one that I haven't seen and I guess I'll watch for for season three of of classic reviews reviews um it looks to be more like a western style thing or that they're going to like you know a western place and everything um, and I like the little Easter egg they kind of give throughout this, which is, uh, you know, when Marty um, goes into that cafe, uh, and you get the cool Michael Jackson stuff as well. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, and then he plays the uh, what's it, the Western game on the on the um, what's that thing called? That he plays that game thing in in the cafe, and these kids are like, oh, you know, they're they're trying to play it and everything, and he's like. Uh, Okay, I'm gonna come up and sort of ace this or whatever. And he shoots all the all the three targets, and then they they say something to him which neither I or Marty seem to actually understand. Which they're like, "Oh, you use the small one. You use the toy gun." And I was like, "What?" And even Marty was like, "What are you on about?" So I I thought that was kind of funny. I guess they wanted him to use like the shotgun thing or whatever, but I I found that a, a bit odd. Um, and he, he, that kind of allusion to like the western stuff, and then even later, I think. Um, What's it when you got the Biff uh, Casino? I, I can't remember what it's called, like Biffco or whatever. Um, and then they're alluding to like, oh, someone is the is the best shot in the West and all that. So they do that throughout the film where they kind of drop all these hints about um, Western stuff. Um, and then you know you get the bit right at the end where. Uh, so so I thought that was a, a cool little setup and the whole sort of to be uh, concluded was interesting because this is a trilogy and it hasn't got uh, an, any new films after that. They're considering a reboot but I haven't heard much other than like being considered rumoured kind of thing for, for Back to the Future. Um, and then you have the whole to be uh, concluded with... Um, What's it when in again they they throw back to the first one when Marty was trying to do the thing uh, where he goes he travels in time again 
and uh, Doc has to go down the the like zip line thing and plug in the uh, the power and all that kind of stuff. And then um, what's it? Marty gets sent to wherever he got sent. Doc is left there, and then the other Marty comes around the corner, uh, and he's like, "Oh, you need to help me." Um, and then they kind of set that up. So I guess it's going to be those two versions that end up in this western thing. How and why they go there is you know a mystery to me, of course, because I haven't seen the third one. Um, I I do actually I I remember. Um, seeing some like western scenes of Back to the Future and I remember kind of when I was younger thinking like why is this suddenly now a western wasn't this some sort of like sci-fi Back to the Future thing um, but I was younger and didn't you know know much about it I, I still don't know much about it now but um, I'm I'm curious to see how they're gonna like flip the genre essentially in the third one it, it'll still have time travel elements and I'm sure you'll still see the the DeLorean and everything, but like, why are they going to this Western thing? What's what's going on there? That should be kind of interesting as well. And we know that Marty's already a good shot, so that will kind of help. Um, curious to see what Doc will be like as well. But yeah, I I enjoyed Battle of the Future too. I did like it. I didn't like it as much as the first one, and I don't think it's as good as the first one. Um, but I, I think one of the main components is it just didn't feel as fun, and I felt this tension, even if I wasn't going to podcast on it. I felt this tension of like, okay, keeping track of where everybody is, and then you know you got the that the moment in the house with uh, Jennifer, and like all these different family members started coming in, and then the future version of um, was it Marty comes in, and then I can't remember who it was, but there's a guy who comes through the door, and he's like hung upside down by this like flying drone thing. I was like, what? What is that? Um, and then you've got. Uh, that's it, the bit with Marty where um, he's like, I want to watch channel 20, 100 and whatever and that. And he's bringing out like six different channels. Again, we have nothing like that. Uh, you very much still have to switch between HDMI's and stuff. So, yeah, I, I will give Bands of the Future to... Um, I think I gave the first one a 10, didn't I? Because I, I said like 9.5, I had a little bit of a problem with one of the plots. And then I kind of brushed that aside and gave it a 10. I'm going to give this like an 8.3. It was still good. I still had some fun with it. But I think they tried to be... I don't know. Maybe this film was a bit ahead of its time. It tried to be very ambitious. And like in in 1989. Were they like equipped for that? What about if this film was made in 2019? Would it have like smoothed some of the edges off? I don't know. Um, but obviously I'm still going to see the third one. And see how it all concludes. And then I'll probably give my overall thoughts on the franchise. When I do Back to the Future 3. But that will be... Probably next year uh, when I do Cluster Review Season 3. Uh, if I'm still doing this, which I still plan to do it. Uh, so that would be kind of fun as well. So, yeah. Um, let, let me know what you guys think of Back to the Future 2. Did I did I miss something that I could have perhaps uh, enjoyed the film more? Um, I didn't dislike it. I definitely still liked it. It just wasn't as good as the first, I thought. Um, and some sequels have that problem. And then they get fixed in number 3. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, but Matthew at Entertainment Talk is where you can send the emails and the feedback. Twitter, eTalkUK is the contact page as well, which uh, has all the information that you need. So does your show notes. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, patreon.com forward slash Entertainment Talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards through views of your choice. Amazon affiliate link, that's where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. iTunes, please write, review and subscribe to the feeds that you use. Uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. Uh, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, put them in different Facebook groups if you're allowed to do so. Uh, video games, if you'd like to watch me, Robert or David, play different video games. Me and David got Twitch streaming channels, Robert's got one on Mixer. 
And I shall leave see for the next thing that we have. Um, which I don't know what that would be at this point. Because it's March at the moment. And this is coming out in like May. Uh, but either for that or for the next episode of Classic Reviews. I'm not, I know what I'm going to be watching. Um, but I won't tell you guys. I'll leave it as a surprise for I guess your next week. But I'll probably do that podcast next week. Um, and uh, see how that goes. But thank you all very much for listening. And yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll see you next time. Goodbye.